Yo, 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 it's C-Money on the Colin Chimwell Show. It's Friday, September 2nd. Let's get it. Stun on niggas like a motherfucker can't fuck with you. Let you my brother. If I say I love you, just know it's real. And I'ma love you like no other. And I'm originally from the Ville. You heard some noise, you better take cover. I know some niggas that's in jail. My only credit to keep them together. Yeah, you know what that's it? It's time to get rich. It's time to get lit. Let's go, baby. It's almost the weekend. I'm ready for it. Got all this crap on my desk. <laughs> Feeling awesome. Another day. Another dollar. Metaphorically, of course. Feeling great. Just feeling straight up great. I don't even know. I don't even know what to start with. That was 100% by Wovaka. We have an exciting day. It's Friday. We wanted to be VC Friday, but we did not have time to prepare. My Web2 job has been going nuts. Absolutely bonkers. But, you know, it is what it is. We're not really going to get too deep into that because, you know, who cares? <laughs> number. Let's look at the, the number one blockchains that had the most sales via NFTs. Coming in at number one, we had Ethereum with $9 million in NFT sales. Number two, Solana with three million dollars in nft sales so on a good day looks like solana is still 3x behind ethereum number three immutable x with 1.2 million dollars number four bnb with six hundred and eighty six thousand dollars in volume and then number five is flow with $600,000 in volume. My question is, where is near? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Maybe they're just, they just don't support near the certain site I use, but, um, very interesting to say the least. So we have Board Ape number 4489. And it's got an orange background. He's blindfolded. And it's stupid looking. And it sold for 130 Ethereum. At today's market prices, that's $202,000. The second highest selling NFT was another Board Ape Yacht Club. This one was number 9123. It also had an orange background. Huh. It was it had a sleeveless logo T and it's it's a robot. This one's kind of cool. I mean it's got a beanie, at least it's something different. And it sold for 84.69 Ethereum, which is crazy cuz when you think about it 
69 Ethereum is a lot of Ethereum just to make a joke, but okay, that's $134,000 in today's market prices. Talk about nuts. Going straight on into the markets. What are people trading today? As you guys know, this is my favorite part of the podcast. And it is for for quite a lot of reasons. It tells us a lot of it tells us the news before I even read the news, which is pretty cool. In the past twenty four hours, there were forty one thousand nine hundred and ten trading accounts liquidated for one hundred and thirty nine million dollars. That's absolutely nuts. Crazy, crazy stuff. Imagine losing a million dollars in one day. That is a big L. That is a big L, but this is on Bybit. So I think I don't really know too much about Bybit. When we see FTX top liquidations or Coinbase liquidations, that's when you know something's going on. Looking at the top trades... We have longs all across the board, baby. Let's go. It just feels good. It feels good. It really feels good. We have $2.58 million in Bitcoin. It is long at $19,817. That's 130 Bitcoin. We have one and a half million dollars of Ethereum is long at one one thousand five hundred and thirty-one dollars. I mean it's longs all across the board. All across the board. So we could see I don't even know. This is insane. This is just with the merge coming up and the fact that more people are using Ethereum Classic, it's like People could definitely be underestimating cryptos right now and the money in cryptos just because it's in obscure DeFi right now. It's really DeFi season. People just don't even know it with protocols like GMX, Pemrock Finance. We talked about those on the podcast. They're basically the forefront of DeFi today. And so that's, that's, <laughs> holy shit, oh my god, that shit came out of nowhere, straight from the deep state, I don't know what just happened, that was nuts, I was gonna edit it out, cause I got this podcast, at the end of the day, we're not live, so I could, I could edit it out, but you caught it right there folks, deep state in action, Anyway, done with the joking around, let's get straight on into the news. So we talked about Luna, we talked about how some exchange was bringing it back through Burns. Well, in the past seven days, it's been up 2,400%. I mean, I, I said it was going to go up. I said it was going to go up, but... It's a, it's, a, it's a scam, you know, it's built on bad tech, so this, is, this has got a little bit of a meme factor for sure, but 
the market cap was basically zero. It was a dead token. So they bought a dead token that a lot of people already knew about in the crypto space. Which I guess, I guess, you know, matters. I didn't see how low the market cap of Luna went. And that is the stuff that you need to see. And it's also really interesting in cryptos too because Luna could say they're done. And some investors' liquidity pool is thriving. You know, <laughs> he, he, he's just buying Luna. Whether the company's around or not, it doesn't matter. And so this is really interesting to see. This is DeFi. This is part of the cool things that can't happen in stock markets. Like if you like a company that went out of business and everybody sold like 100% of the shares and you just held... Well, maybe one day it'll go up one day for the meme. And that's <laughs> that's that just makes me smile. So I think, honestly, at the end of the day, this is a winner. A lot of people lost a lot of money. And so, if anything, this might be adding insult to injury to them. But from the outside looking in, this is hilarious. Yeah, it's 2,400 gains or a 240x. Meaning if you put $100 in, you'd get like 2400 But that, that, it was that like, I don't know what the market cap was. I really wish, I really wish I had that information because that's all that really matters. And of course, the liquidity of the pair. I know when I was trading it on, on KuCoin, I shorted, I shorted KuCoin at 30 cents or KuCoin sorry Luna I shorted Luna at 30 cents it could have been a life-changing short I was up 500% because I wasn't just short on the asset I was short on a derivative where I just kept shorting on the way down which is really hard to do in conventional finance well I I tried to double down like a dummy and completely got scammed with from this horrible liquid coin because nobody's involved it's got such a low market cap and so that's stuff you have to look out for when you're dealing with this type of low liquidity low market cap bullcrap but what about luna v2 what about what about the new luna that everybody was talking about I thought that was I thought that was like the next thing. It feels like this is just a pump and dump. I don't know. Kind of going into pump and dumps and insider information, we have CZ denying claims that Binance is in the pocket of the Chinese government, which is interesting and I have been noted to say on this podcast that the headquarters were in freaking China whenever it's supposed to be illegal. KuCoin's been operating. I don't understand. So I'm excited to look at this article. He says that he owns no loyalty to the government. That is a bold statement. CZ Zhao has reported to the allegations that his company is owned by a secret Chinese agent, Cheng Zheng Zheng, screw, and thus owes its loyalty to the Chinese government. 
that would make a lot of sense. That would make that would make a little bit too much sense that the Chinese government was running the cryptocurrency exchange. Oh wow, you're gonna have an attack on our currency? Well let's just let's just run your currency then too. And make money off both. And then we'll even try to destroy it from the inside. And I'm speaking from Binance Binance's or China's point of view. So this is very interesting. I gotta look more into this. And luckily today I made sure that I brought home some notepads so CZ is under a microscope right now. Something just came out on the deep state. I'm going to get you guys resources on that. I've just been so busy. I haven't been able to dig on deep. This is a little deep. We hit the water here, but this is not the tip of the spear. This is the handle, right? This is the handle. We are going to dive deep. We might even come in on an emergency broadcast tomorrow. You hear the sirens. This is big. This is big. We might come in on an emergency broadcast tomorrow if we have a leak and we might really do that. Real shit. Real shit. So it's kind of interesting because when you look at how Binance is trying to protect the currency and or, or Binance China could be could be trying to protect their currency by owning a blockchain cryptocurrency exchange well armenia is openly taking a different approach okay guys put your tinfoil hats on and let me know let me know when you got them on i can't wait until i get my soundboard oh that's gonna be fun armenia has very close ties to Russia. Russia is backing their coin, the ruble, by gold. They were also whispers of the vice minister saying that he was going to use Bitcoin to back some not all, but a little portion of Russia's reserves, which would be huge. Armenia setting themselves up as a Bitcoin mining hub could be Russia's first investment or people trying to beat Russia and basically EVM them. If you don't know, or EVM, E. E, uh, I'm trying to think of a, of, a, of a buy, but basically it's where you trade before some, you buy something up in anticipation that someone's going to buy up a lot of stuff right after you. And so when they buy up a lot of stuff right after you, price is going to explode and then you sell. You buy before them. You pre-buy them. And some Armenians is either doing that or this is a secret Russian... tactic looks like they're talking about how they can produce clean energy they have a power plant to do it this is interesting this is interesting especially after hearing what the vp of something was talking about making bitcoin a part of his a part of the ruble that's a huge story 
That is a huge story. Russia's step towards decentralization. I mean, that's just huge. I, I don't even know. I can't even... I can't even end it on that. So we're big followers of Andrew Horowitz. We're going a complete change of tone. Andrew Horowitz is a VC, very respected. If anything, he is going to be the first person I make a VC Friday on. Hopefully next week. I just want to do it on a special day. Special, special, special day. So we're gonna we're gonna look at the calendars. We're gonna look at the stars. We're gonna figure it out. And Andrew Horowitz is gonna be our very first VC. But he just led a fifty million dollar funding round with the platform, or I guess the IP or the team. That made Moonbirds for a collection of 20,000 PFPs. 20,000. That's more than that's more than we've ever seen for a real project. Because 10,000 is a lot. 15,000 is an extreme amount. 20,000, you're just making a statement. But they had some huge partners like A16Z Capital or Air... Anderson Horowitz. <laughs> I always get his last name messed up, so I have to pause. But it included participation from 776 Capital, True Ventures Capital, Collab Plus Currency Capital, the Flamingo Dow, and SV Angel. So I got a... Ooh, 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 and the Vayner Fund, Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk is going to be involved in this next NFT. It's probably going to be extremely cheap for the people. But just know, just know that the VCs own it. And so it'll probably go up when it first releases and then go down because that's what VCs do. They get the retail investors I'm excited to see what they come up with, but I'm very happy to see, and I hope I remember. I'm going to write that down. 16Z Moonbirds team. Just so when they do launch, and they're launching in quarter one of 2023, I know that it's VC-backed. And I'll have to do my research. Extensively. Extensively, extensively, extensively. So today it was interesting. My whole my whole setup got messed up. We we changed up a lot of stuff with our setup. Not even on the technical levels, the hardware levels. I mean, the technical levels. We've been changing up, which is actually pretty exciting because we are giving you even hotter designers. I hope you noticed. I think today's stories were straight up bangers. Let me know what you think on Twitter at Soggy Margin, and that's gonna do it from all of us here at Web3 TV. I'm C Money, and don't just have a great day, have a DeFi day.